0: You're listening to Drinking on the Job, D-O-T-J. I'm your host, John Coyle. Drinking on the Job is a toast to the culture of food, wine, and all things fermented. We'll be talking with winemakers, musicians, artists, late-night bartenders, scoundrels, and more. It's time to grab a glass before it's last call. Hey, man. All right. Last time, Andre Mack was on the podcast. It was April 1st, 2019. Wow. 2019, episode 27. We're on episode, I think you're 187 now. And you know what's funny? In the description, it was like, Andre Mack, author, winemaker, social media juggernaut, <laughs> spokesperson, soon to be restaurateur. That's right. Soon to be restaurateur. Holy shit. That's right. So twenty nine, April
1: 2019. Yeah, we were struggling. We thought we were going to be open that fall, 2019. It didn't make it, uh, and we ended up opening January 15th, 2020. So exactly th- three years since I had signed the lease. Wow!
0: So you paid rent for three years.
1: Yeah, it, you know discount rent.
0: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't that bad the rent. So let's <laughs> go through the inventory. let's go through the inventory. What do you got open since then? Oh my god! Because now we're, we're talking basically for almost to the year. Short days, but what you've accomplished in those four years only speaks to what, yeah, <laughs> actually, know what, who you are. Yeah,
1: I haven't, you know, it's so funny to like to kind of reflect and think about it. Yeah, um, yeah we opened Anson's Hambar Bar um, in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was great, humming along. Um, you know, Esquire's best, one of Esquire's best new bars, blah, 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 blah. Uh, COVID happens. Uh, I think March 20th, you know, the world comes to a complete standstill um i was like fuck dude i don't even know what to do you know you know what i mean it's like and you know it's like you think the world's going to end and then you're kind of like i couldn't even walk in the place for yeah. 2 weeks it's like nobody fucking needs this right the world like the world is coming to end and like i like thought i was doing something with this little wine bar And then, you know, the reality kind of sets back in. And then, you know, then it was like pivot. And then I think in May, next door, we opened Anson's Buttery, which is our um, provision store. Right. So, you know, know, for lack of a better term, it's a bougie deli. Like, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? You get small (laughs) small batch groceries. You know, you get, you know, vinegar and all kinds of shit. Number two. (laughs) Something else happened? Come on, keep going. Um, Actually, in April, which I probably wasn't on the record yet, but I bought a wine store um, uh, up the street. And so I bought that in like probably – April of uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. So the wine store, we had the wine store and it was funny. I remember my wife being like, oh my God, like you like, like what are you doing? Like this is so dumb. And then COVID came along and having the wine store, I was a genius. Like it just, (laughs) the wine store took off. It was (laughs) It was an amazing ride. It was crazy, um, and so for there, um, I during the pan, like pre-pandemic and the three months were open. Nobody would sell us bread, And It was hard to get bread from She Wolf or from uh, Runner and Stone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck it!" I got drunk one night. I bought a stone mill, <laughs> <laughs> and, and two months later, the stone mill arrives. Uh, we just barely found a place for it, and. Um, chickadee bread was born. So we mill about 80% of all of our grain in-house, and we make our own bread and pastries there. Uh, But it's mainly a bread bakery. Um, I was homesick, you know, Love breakfast tacos. uh, And, you know, so I I devised a breakfast taco pickup window, the front part of my office called Mockingbird. Um, You know, so, you know, it's kind of an ode to to my careers colliding, you know, it's like I grew up in San Antonio eating breakfast tacos, uh, you know, from store-bought tortillas and like all of that kind of thing. Um, and then kind of like my culinary background. So, you know, we mill our own flour for tortillas. Uh, we make them right there on the spot. Uh, we use Benton's bacon, heirloom eggs, you know, um, Farmstead cheese. So it's like kind of elevated, but it's still a breakfast taco, and that's been really fun. Um then we're on to the next thing. Yeah, and the next thing uh, we decided. Um I wasn't done yet and uh opened um last um November, October, yeah. October I opened Kingfisher, which is our seafood concept. So really kind of you know fine dining, seafood um inspired um here from in New York. So it's all on Rogers Avenue that just opened and we're still we're still going. Like I think in the matter of like a few years, we you know we, I went from like like two employees to like forty. Right. Like right now, it's like we're doing the holiday party, and I was like, "No plus one yet. Well, I'm not ready for that. That could be eighty people. You know yeah, what I mean? Because you're not, picking up the tab. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, "Hold on, hold on. Staff only on this one. Let's just I, I let's it. figure good. that out. I,
0: you know, I wanted to do the inventory because it's really like Max Monopoly. <laughs> like you own fucking Rogers Avenue yeah. now. And like and you just keep building. Yeah, and you just like um, what's crazy about you? We were we were chatting, and like you don't reflect on anything. You just get up and go. Yeah. You just get up and go. Yeah. Uh, it's such a rare... Uh, it makes I don't you
1: know. Feel, it makes it, me crazy. I mean, yeah. maybe I'm crazy, right? Like, I don't even have time to, like, look at the mess. Right? Yeah. Or, like, my attorney's like, you just sign everything. Like, how come you just didn't send this to me? Yeah. And I was like, wow, well, you know, I just, you know, it's like well, those are my friends, and I just really want to work with them. I don't really care about getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, it's not for the money, you know? It's like, oh, but I just want to work with them, so I'm just going to work with them, or I'm going to do this. Or you figure a way out to work with them. Correct. Well, and it's, I think I've lived my life and gotten this far in life, you know, with curiosity. It's kind of like, wouldn't this be cool if this existed? Right. And then I'd fucking go do it. Yeah. And then in my neighborhood, it was like, I'm leaving my neighborhood to go spend money, because my
0: neighborhood doesn't have these places mm-hmm. so why don't I just create these places what's crazy i want everybody to go back to listen to episode 27 uh-huh. and only because it's the your background cuz it's like and it, it crazy coming from fine dining and and restaurants and mm-hmm. the you know that and to listen to you now and that's why i went back to the, that date in particular and in 4 years the ex- Set of accomplishments, and we're we're not even done. Yeah, no, um, it's like just like it's it. kind of fucking insane. Um, yeah. And part of it's your wife pushing you the hell out of the house, but yeah. but you have four kids. Yeah. That's the other yeah. insane part of it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I have four children. Yeah. Um, our hospitality group is
1: called Ansons. Right. I have uh, four four boys: uh, fourteen, twelve, seven, and four. Mm-hmm. So that definitely keeps things busy. Um, you know, I was I was you know to build Maison Noir wines. I was on the road for. Yeah. almost every single week for 10 years. Right? Right. So, you know, in my relationship, you know, there were sacrifices and things that we had to go through but to figure it out, but I think in the end in most relationships, well, in our relationships when both partners are doing what they love and what they dream of doing, then I think you know, you know what I mean? I think it works. You know, for a lot of people it didn't work. You're, they're like, you know, my brother, I remember his wife's like, "Hey, <laughs> like are you coming home? Like yeah. what you doing?" You know, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it takes you know, it it, Keywords, it a partner. village. Partner, it, yeah. Partner, She's and your a partner. Partnership. My yeah. wife's my partner. Yeah. Um, she and, supports um, all my creative. And, and she's great. great. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, she... You know, I think I had to drag her into this, <laughs> <laughs> into the, into the hospitality thing. Um, even though it's something that I, I felt like we did well together, mm-hmm. like hosting at our home. Uh, and you know, I really wanted this just to be an extension, Rogers Avenue to be extension of, you know, of like being in in my home. Um, mm. you know, just a slightly bigger space, but it just feels, you know. So if I think for her, it was like she wasn't real sure, but like I think she trusts me and like she's, you know. You, what, what what what? Wesley Snipe says, "Always bet on black." <laughs> <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? like all right. She's <laughs> gonna kill me for that. <laughs> I, 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 I love it. you're a great example of though, like. You, speaking of betting on black, you're all in at the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm gonna do ai b I'm gonna do bread, I'm gonna get the best stone mill I can. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have a ham bar, I'll spend thirty thousand dollars on a hand crank <laughs> machine to cut ham. Like you don't there's no such sort of thing as like, eh, maybe I'll do the cheap, you're like, fuck it, if I'm in. No. I'm in. You go for broke. <laughs> no, and I think so. And it's not like
1: and and, and it's funny because when you say that, it's not like a big production. It's not like you walk into my places and you're like, Wow, they spent a ton of money. Like but like I think I, you spend on what's important. Yeah, yet. correct. And you know, I was always taught that you spend, um, you spend the money on the things that people touch, right? It's the tactile mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. people can actually touch. So, you know, silverware, plates, glassware. You know, it's like you touch the glassware <clears> in our restaurant, and then you understand why we don't serve nine dollars glasses of wine, right? Right? You know what I mean? Um, and it's just something about it. I think like it, you can you can have these 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 uh, the Krutcherman, um, that doesn't um that. Doesn't make it feel bougie, but it is. But it feels um,
0: technical and and elegant. And if if I could say something like that, well, people walk away having an experience. Yep. And then they're like, "Well, there's no reason for me to get on a train, and and (laughs) go over to Clinton Hill or go to Bushwick to go to Roberta's because I got it right here." Yeah. And everybody wants that. And that's what you're really great at is creating the sense of community. Yeah. Right. In everything you do, you create a community um you know know what i would say is like in hindsight yes
1: i don't think i ever i think this last project the restaurants i set out doing that i think in the beginning it was kind of one of those things where you build it and then they'll come and that's what i really learned like Mm. like i'm not i'm not looking to convert anybody you know what i mean it's like this is what i believe in if and if you fuck with it then you fuck with it Mm. and i think you know i had the fortune of People fucking with it pretty heavy, yeah. right? And <laughs> right. take it, yeah.
0: Right, uh, your press. I mean, Kingfisher. Everything you touch, you seem to. It seems to get uh, amazing uh, respect from eater or well, uh, you know best wine bar or um, you know. I mean, before we get into the Bon Appetit yeah. stuff, we got to talk about your rye brand, rye Sons. Yeah. Once again, it's you. 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 You're this. You. You disrupt the industry, and you disrupt it with this powerful force of your. Your personality. Yeah, I mean, it's a different label. It's it's rye, which is spicy and complex, yeah. and it's like, and it's already like kind of booming. But like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're like, all right, I'm going to do rye. So give give us that. Yeah, yeah you how know, the fuck do you get into that? Well, I like to say, when I tell the story, I like to say that
1: it's kind of full circle, mm-hmm. right? You know, when I first started drinking, it was the it was you know it was the brown water that got me, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Okay. I felt like you know before I ever dreamt about wine or anything like that. You know, I drank scotch, and that was a thing. Right. Um, you know, going to college in Oklahoma. You know, I met a guy who was a bookie, older, who's an older guy. All he drank was Weller. I had never heard of it. I was like, who drinks this old white guy shit? Like, what is this, right? <laughs> you know, and it was and it, and it was in Oklahoma. So I like, right. felt like we'd walk into a bar. He's like, you got Weller? They're like, no, he's like, we're out of here. Um, and so it was just like kind of this interesting moment. And, and you know, and I've kind of watched it, you know, the American bourbon thing on the side kind of happened. Uh, and just so happened, we have a mutual friend, um, uh, Sean Joseph. Oh, who, yeah, sure. Uh, and so Sean, right. you know, started this you know, kind of whiskey, American whiskey-centric restaurant, which Mm. I believe was kind of one of the first in the country. Oh, that's right. Right, char number four. I got it, And so, you know, being alumni, we worked together and that kind of stuff from Per Se. Like, you know, I'd hang out over there, blah, 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 blah. And then I watched him, you know, sell all of his restaurants, get out of it, and say, hey, you know, I'm going to get in the whiskey business. And, you know, while I'm out building, you know, Maison Noir running around the country, you you know, you start to see his brand, Pinhook, pop up. Yeah. Um, and you're like, wow, okay, this is like really cool. I know those people. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. you know, you feel a kinship that like, like you see it somewhere. And, um, you know, so pandemic hits and he's like, he calls me. I was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like really nothing, man. Yeah. I think I'm like making some sandwiches here in the <laughs> next 30 minutes, but like not really yeah. anything. I've been drinking already. You <laughs> yeah. know? And he's like, hey, so we want to, we're going to start this collaboration series, this art, you know, collaboration series with Hook, you know, very first thing for them. And he says, um. You know, their approach has always been like the winemaker's approach to to whiskey, and I was like, okay. And he's like, I bought ten barrels of ten year old Wyoming whiskey, and um, you know, what do you what do you think? And I was like, sure, fuck it, yeah, let's do it, yeah. So yeah, he shows up with samples, um, to my office. We go in the backyard, and you know, for five hours, we go through blending sessions and trials. You know, I'm like very similar to wine, but like also not right. Yeah, it's, um, spirits are totally different. Yeah, yeah. and so. Um, but it was really great, uh, and you know, we had fun. We put together something that I felt that was pretty magical, and um, and so now it's time that like we release it and blah blah blah. And then I start getting all these emails from people I don't know, and they're pissed off, and they're like, "We don't even know who the fuck you are." But we didn't. If we would have known that we had to buy your wine in order to get the, they thought it was some scheme. Oh wow! That they had to buy my wine gotcha in order to get the whiskey. Playing and the allocation thing. game, yeah, yeah. And it was just like I was like, I didn't do anything. I just. I just blended it. I don't, I don't know who you are either, sir. Right. You know Yeah. I mean, kind of <laughs> right. thing. And, um, and so I, I remember calling Sean and I'm like, Hey man, um, you know, how's it going? He's like, yeah, is, everything's great. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. He goes, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, you were CC on this email. Like, all these people are mad. And he's like, oh, hey, Andre Lee he goes, I'm going to let you know the secret. I wait on. He goes, in this business? He goes, you're not doing it right if people aren't fucking pissed off at you. <laughs> I was like, oh. Wow. I was like, yeah. oh, because of because of allocations right. and like yeah. all of that. And like I um, and I would have to say, like, it, that part was interesting, eye-opening it didn't make me feel so good as yeah. you know, like coming from the
0: hospitality world and that thing, but I get it. Demand is demand, kind of thing. So let, let me. Let, so is it because the whiskey ten barrels is a very limited production? Correct. So pe- people think I do want it because I it's like ten the year label. old, and it's ten year old. Yep. But and so they're going, yeah. You can you can have three bottles, but you're going to pick up ten cases of. Opp. Or well, I drunk. think I
1: think that's what people thought, but okay. that's not how we put it together. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And so, and it was very limited amount. We did two batches. I think there were maybe seven hundred and eighty bottles of each or something like that. Right. So it wasn't a lot. Um, and then from that, you know, we started talking. And I was like, "Man, that was kind of fun." He's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Hey, you know, maybe we should run it back." And he's like. Yeah. And he started talking to me. He actually really approached me and was like, yeah. hey, we should run it back. And I was like, okay. And then it was just like, as we started talking, it was like, for me, it's, it's always been about... Um, for all, like, you know, I don't do small, 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 super small batch. And like, I don't do all that. My yeah. thing is like wine for the people. Sure. Right. Um, and you know, that's, you know, that's what we decided. It like, you know, I like rye and you know, we were talking and we were like, you know, bourbon is made from corn. It's kind of on the sweet side, you're right. You know, big. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of more akin to like Napa Valley Cabernet. Uh, that's right? a very good analogy. Right. And yeah. then you look at something like rye and I think rye is like more like Pinot Noir. I mean, minus the spice, but, like, you know, it's a little bit more complex. You can drink it. I think it gives a lot more earlier. And, you know, and, and to be honest with you, I think that's what a lot of industry people are drinking. That's sure. what they're gravitating to. Um, and I was like, let's do that. And he came and he, we just started talking and th- and that was it. And we we're like, you know, I just let's do rye for all. You know what I mean? So, and Sons is, you know, just kind of piggybacking off the brand that we had already created and so we just we you know so we call it Ryan Sons. Was um, that the
0: first incarnation, Ryan Sons, or was it? That...
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like okay. kind of in the work, you know. That was a, you know. It's funny. I think a lot of people they they look at you know all of the marketing and the the names and all the creativity that I've done over the years. It it isn't it doesn't come all that easy sometimes <laughs> is yeah. what I'd like to say. And I, th- you know, and I think that was kind of the name at the beginning. I think when we just kind of started and, you know, and it all has different, different meaning. A- actually it's rye cause it is a rye. Yeah. Uh, and sons mm-hmm. it's continuing off of, you know, kind of our American led brand, you right. know, where it's a, you know, I think, An- you know, Anson's to me has always been about, you know, celebration of American food, food and, and beverage culture. Right. Right. Um, and, um, and, you know, thinking about Rye as being America's first spirit. Sure. Um, and so it was like, okay, let's let's roll with that. You know, and one of my sons, his name is Rye, right? So it was kind of like like that kind of play. And um, Who yeah, designed the label? Point. Uh, Chris, uh, okay. an in-house team. Um, it was really fun. Like, with direction and help. Like, I saw these amazing drawings that he did uh, with a pencil. Huh. And so very detailed. Like, they're so detailed that they almost look like um, – like a black and white photograph, right. if you look at it long enough. And, um, and on the label, there's a cartoon hand holding these very detailed sprigs of uh, rye. And it's kind of, you know, for me, it's always like this playful fitness in everything. Uh, and you know what? You know, it's so funny. I have to be, like, get a little studious like, with you on this. Like, I remember reading Catcher in the Rye. Sure right Absolutely and how soldier, holden yeah. you know he didn't want to grow up right right it was holding on to his youth and so to me this is kind of like the same oh, thing yeah, right sure. where you know you have like this par- cartoon hand so it represents playfulness and holding on to the seriousness of this rye this four sprig which represent each one of my sons right so it's like and so you know so it's a lot of it's a v- like v- it's so, very cool it's a lot of inter- intertwined kind of stuff like that but mm-hmm. like but you know so i'm the Trapper in the Rye, baby. You know, yeah, you're, the, you're the catcher, Love, <laughs> yeah. you know, stopping
0: those young boys from going off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah no. that's, uh, wow, that's a fucking great story. That label does pop, though. Yeah. No. Like, and you know, and you just think, just think black against and this white? conservative, like, absolutely, looking yeah, and all labels. these old
1: people that are yeah. on there. You know, no, no disrespect. Like, no. I get no, it, no. No. But like, to me, to do something, and you know, and we're
0: and we're really like about it. It's about like, it's about crafting the well. Mm. Right? Well, you know, I think what happened too is the American palate. Uh, has really become sophisticated mm-hmm. in their drinking. And so when bourbon and all those brown spirits died as, like, old white dude shit, yep. um, what happened was a bourbon houses, whiskey houses, had stock inventory. So they had stuff in 30, 40, 50-year right. barrels. And then all of a sudden the American palate catches up and then— you have such reserves yeah. that people appreciate the depth and complexity mm-hmm. of something that was thirty year old, like Whistle no. Pig, and those yeah, things no. you can't even get now, or if you can, they're seven hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Oh yeah, oh, right. Oh, so yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. It's they, they, it's kind of the pendulum is swung back, and then you're right there now with your rye at the same time because yeah, I think the palates will change again. Like yeah. and the, and that you know it's like even like I think in wine and I think about
1: something about OPP first release and I think it was a lot on too tart for American palates at the beginning. Mm, right. But look, we've already, we switched, like Americans love sour beer. Sour <laughs> beer is Absolutely. for a lot of beer drinkers, you know, is kind of the gateway into natural wine, right? So like 100%. you see that, you see that pendulum and it's like, right. oh shit, okay. Yeah. And I feel like one, you know, the spiciness and complexity of rye, I think, you know, will swing back. Like, and so it's like this big, rich, overpowering bourbon, mm-hmm. which is like great. I Like, I think it's, it's definitely a place for that. Right. Uh, and then, for, and then something that, You know, a different palette change of, like, spice complexity uh, and, and a lot more giving. I think people will start to appreciate that a little more.
0: You seem to be there when shit happens. Try to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much is just fucking luck, or are you just yeah, just, I don't know, or, or just this perpetual motion that you're always in. So then you do the rye, and guess what? Oh my god, there's a big cocktail boom. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like you, you have this gump moments. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Well, yeah, I think like <laughs> in hindsight, back. it's like you know, um, which I don't do much reflection, right. but I think like,
1: yeah, I you know, I just I think like when you're on the edge, you're on the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like
0: uh, I love the expression. You can't see the future from the middle.
1: Yeah. No, that's
0: true. Got to be on the
1: edge. Yeah, and you know, and I think when what was be, like being on the edge is just like looking at other industries mm-hmm. and seeing what they're doing creatively. That's on the start, and at some point that will trickle into different industries. You know, I, you know, I, for a long time I was like, I don't want to work with anybody in the wine business, yeah. right? You know, it's like I never really worked with PR, but like I mean, you know, talk to someone there, like, oh yeah, they do the, you know, they they work in wine. It's like no, I want to work with creative people outside to kind of bring new and different energy uh, to. To the wine space right. and to the spirit space.
0: I, I think you were one of the first people before it became a trend to cross market. Yeah. So you're doing T-shirts. Yeah. And then you're doing stickers. Yeah. And then you're doing a children's coloring book. <laughs> like and then yeah. you're doing – so you've always been – this has been your kind of mantra or just the way you operate it. That's your OS. Right? Yeah, and it's really, really worked, and it's been copied many, many times. Yeah, no, I mean, but but,
1: but but you're ready, but I copied right. it, right? And yeah. that's what you right. have to understand. People, mm-hmm. it's like one of the most revered uh, reviewers, food review mm-hmm. critics, is Michelin, mm-hmm.
0: right? That
1: right. that yeah, you know, like. That their business is tires. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Right? So people got in the car, they were driving places. Why don't they drive to restaurants for destiny? Even when you look at it, it's like yeah. out of your way. Yes. Right? Driving out of your way. Yeah. You know, like I didn't do anything Guinness, Guinness Book of World Records, Guinness Beer, same company. Yeah. Right? Sales are down. <laughs> Sales are down. They go in the pubs. They survey people. What are people talking about in the pubs? Sports and trivia. Yeah. Right? Let's put together a Somebody's
0: book. gonna tip Michelin bus over. It's 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 <laughs> the the US Michelin guide is just personal opinion, shit. I don't, I, they've, they've lost their way. Uh, it's, okay. But um, what, what it does is... it. haven't been up. to my place yet, so I'm going to keep
1: my <laughs> mouth shut. <laughs> if y'all listening, yeah. come see a brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And give them a lot of stars, and I'll change That's my fucking right. opinion. There you go. But for what I see, I'm like, I'm not happy with what they do, but that leaves the door open for somebody else to come in to do be more precise. Yeah. Um, um, I like opinionated about dining. I do too. Um, I, I need an opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that, and that, and you know, Steve has been around a long mm. time. You know, I, you know, I first met him, and you know, he kind of skeptical. I think it was like 04, but he, he was like, no, Bastille is the, the best restaurant in this country. And you're like, huh? And yeah. like, I'm like, Really, and you know, kind of never really heard of it, kind of thing. But he he was spot on. I went and ate there. It was yeah. you know, it was a, it was a great meal. But like I've always kind of really expected, uh, respected his opinion on on food.
0: Right. And so it's been interesting. And I think I feel like it's a hard game to get into. It is now because, again, speaking to the sophistication of our palates and the way we we dine, a lot of us I eat out a lot. So when yeah. sometimes this is like three stars or two stars. You're like, I don't fucking yeah, so. no, you know. And that, and so, that was
1: always it. You know, yeah. I was telling people, and it's like, yeah, I mean. I eat out. I eat on par with any food critic. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, at least pre-COVID, mm-hmm. you know, all across the country, I set the beverage standards and service standards for one of the best restaurants in the world. Like, yeah. I know my way around a restaurant. You yes. know what I mean? Like, and so, like, you know, it's it's interesting. Everybody has an opinion now, and okay. you know, I think that
0: that's that's it's a, good, it's
1: a good thing and and a bad thing. But
0: we're gonna talk about the wine we're drinking for <laughs> one second because yes. it's drinking the job, and then we're gonna get into something other. Uh, another great part of what's going on uh, in your life. Uh, so we're drinking Fabrizio's uh, Cortona. It's from Syrah. A lot of people think Syrah is planted uh, international varietal, um, and it's not. It was actually planted by Napoleon's sister in the 1800s. And really, if you want to go back, back Syrah from Syria um, is you know it's kind of migrated into Italy long before that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same elevation as like. You know, you know the Northern Rhone is 1,200 foot, you know, slate, soils, all that stuff. But that's what we're drinking. Um, you know, I always try to match it to my guests. So something bizarre, something kind of cool, <laughs> interesting, people need to know about. Uh, but I think everybody knows about you. So here's a fucked up story <laughs> an old girlfriend of mine sends me a screenshot. Okay. And in the screenshot, she goes, hey, they're talking about one of your wines from T. Edward. Uh, and, like, who's on the screenshot? Yeah. It's you <laughs> holding a bottle of Gulp Ablo. Yep. And I'm like, I, I said, you don't know how funny this is. Yeah, no, I know. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I I, I listen to that guy all the time. <laughs> it's at her gym. They have the Bon Appetit yeah. uh, food and wine shit running all the time. So she sees you all the time.
1: Yeah, it's so. um, it's a little strange, John. <laughs> to be honest, so with give it, give us
0: the intro into Bon Appetit, yeah. which, by the way, is now the number one wine show in the country,
1: in the world you know, actually, in the world, it's the most okay. viewed. How the fuck? It's the most viewed wine show the, on YouTube in the world.
0: As I said, do you just you just constantly step in the shit? I don't even know how the fuck does that say, happen. You just say yes. So uh, yeah, I right. think
1: I think you know the whole like the whole TV and the on the screen shit. Like I like I don't know, um, but I you know I have to say like I think it's like. You work at stuff. I, I got a job at the French Laundry, and I remember we do a huddle up, you know, so we do a pre-shift yeah. meeting. Um, and I have to say, like, I ne- had never worked in fine dining. All I knew it was about wine, and it was pretty intimidating, like, yeah. like totally honest. Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, fuck. Like, and then you're like, you don't want the, someone to call on you. But then all of a sudden, I have to do the wine portion of it. And um, and I just remember going to the chef and being like, listen, I need, I want to be better at this, And the only way that I could be better at this is to attack this. And so I need you to make sure to make me do the meeting. If I'm coming in here to pick up my check, I need you to make me, and I'm off, I need you to make me do it. And, I, you know, I I think a lot of people don't think of it that way. It's like, you know, you have to pick and choose and and make many challenges in your job sometimes to, like— so it's not boring, like you know what I mean. You mastered this part of it. You got that part. That's yeah. great. And then you know, I always played games, and it was like I don't know if I'm ever going to use this, but like it seems like people are afraid of dying and they're afraid of public speaking, right? Yeah, in, in that order. Yeah, and um, you know, and I, you know, I think that was always a way for me to like be comfortable about talking, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so. You know, so I've always kind of done stuff and stuff just always kind of came through. I remember I was at some lame dinner in like Palm Beach and I was like, fuck off. I mean, I was really (laughs) pissed. And I get a Twitter notification and it's like, it says Microsoft and they're like, hey, we really dig your work. We'd love to work together. And I'm like, is this a real account? You know, I'm like (laughs) trying to figure out if it's It's real. They're like, what is this thing? And it was really them. And they were like, hey, um, yeah, we did what we were, yeah. do, when we love to shoot a commercial. You know what I mean? Same yeah. with Cadillac. And so, like, I've toiled with it. Yeah. Uh, and I've even, like, had production companies reach out to me. We shoot a sizzle reel, and we talk. And, you know, and, it, and even I always felt like sometimes that those, the concepts they had were kind of lame. Right. But for me, it's all about practice. Right? right. So yeah. it's like this idea of, like, like, you can only get better by practicing. And so, long story short,
0: um that's those free so, f- shooting free throws yeah, Got her yeah. T- episode 27 yeah I'm shooting <laughs> shooting 100 free throws go ahead oh yeah <laughs> All right. and i was like okay hey you know what
1: um so they reached out like you know i think marcus Hamilton gave me my name oh. and um and they reached out and that was kind of like i don't know man and they were like giving me some ideas and i was like no nah, that's kind of fucking lame i don't want to do it And anyway, the one was like i was like they're like hey so we're gonna like pull people off the street we're gonna they're gonna taste the wine they're gonna tell you what you are and you have to guess what it is and i was like fuck no what? that's the dumbest fucking and i think yeah. i think and it's funny right because like from the outside looking in like you, we would say that because we're embedded in the industry yes like but like i always said like this always doesn't have i understand good television but i don't want to be a part of the game show Right. Right. Like yeah. I want to be able to to deliver information in a way. And so I, I remember they were like, Well, we'll do fifteen reds under you know, you know, we'll do twenty reds under fifteen. And I was like, All right, that can't be harmful. Yeah. And then and then I was like and then I said, Okay, can I use emojis to describe the wines? And they were like, Sure. And I was like, I'm in. And wow. I, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And you know, um and you know, it's like I don't I haven't done it. You know, the only way I can can I explain? compare the experience. It's like giving a staff training, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's laughing at your jokes. You're not even yes. sure anybody's awake. Yeah. So I'm just on set. I'm speaking to somewhat of an empty room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, that's not, it doesn't feel very real. Yeah. Right. And then you look, you know, I don't watch any of the episodes. I never have. I right. make my assistant and our beverage person watch all of them to see if I s- said something fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause you just zone off. You just sure. go. Right. And, um, and then, and then, like you see the views, and you're just like, I don't believe three million, three and three point six million people watch this. Yeah, that's and it's like, like, and so, like, it's a disconnect.
0: But I have to tell you, so it, uh, what it's f- it's a fantastic version of Wine Library TV that Gary Vanderchuk okay. used to do. That you know, shout it's, out, Gary. It's What's in up, a, hi, Gary? <laughs> come on the podcast, motherfucker. Um, but like. You know, he just made it like I don't give a shit. I'm Correct. gonna say the, I'm gonna break it down. And what what happens when my old girlfriend from San Diego is texting mm-hmm. me and other people, and I've seen a bunch of too? Just like you make it. You you said wine for the people early. Correct. It's a great. You make it so understandable and enjoyable that you're like, wow, that's not a lot of money. He said, tastes really good. It's got the acids, got yeah. fruits, got <laughs> complexity. Like, fuck, I'll look for that. And so you know, you're getting those views, and there you are continue to work because. Stores are getting people coming in talking about it. No, absolutely. I mean, we it's have not stores a vacuum that stores.
1: Right. Yeah, stores play it. Yeah, on a loop in the in the right. store. Why wouldn't uh, I? Right. But I like. But for me, it's just, it's still a, it's not real, right? Mm-hmm. You are like, who are these people that are watching it? I don't know right. who are like like I am talking into this empty thing, and it, it you know and and what's what's I'd have to say the most interesting fact of it getting used is like you know I was sleep on the plane the other day. Somebody woke me up and like, hey, you're the you're the wine guy from YouTube, right? And you're like, I was sleeping. <laughs> right? Right? Um, but I would yeah. have, but you know, it's like, what I'd have to say, like, the best feeling in all of that is it's industry people. Yeah. Right? You know, and, and like, yeah, I, I guess like I could say it's people who, who, it's inspiring them. They're moved by it. They're interested in it. Mm-hmm. But I never expected the industry, like, so many, you know, I just, I mean, I was at the polo bar. Right, and they're like, "I'm going back to a, a party in the back," and the, they're like, "Oh yeah, Jess will walk you back there." She's just a random server that was standing there. And as we we're walking back, she's like, "Hey, by the way, I love your videos." And you're like, "What?" And like, you know, guy, I mean, I'm at a bar. Yeah, mm. they, they they. It's a little guy. He's got pizza. He's walking out with his girl. Walks yeah. by me one time. Comes back and he's like, "Hey, I got to tell you that I love your videos." I work at Meadow Suite, one Michelin star restaurant. Wow. Um, yeah. And. <laughs> And he's like, you've taught me a lot about wine. And, like, that means the most to me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, that, like, I'm most proud of that. Right? It's like, it's not even, it's not even, like, novice or people first getting into wine, but it relates, to, you know, yeah. it's relatable to them. And then it's relatable to somebody who's in the industry. And I think I fight for a lot for that In the show, like in, in, in our interactions, the wines that we do, like, I'm not like the world is, the world is savage. Yeah. Like why spend time and waste your breath on negative shit? Yeah. Why don't you talk about the great things in the world? And like you spent the time to seek out these great producers and these things that are, that things that resonate with you. And and I get to explain why versus like tearing down Barefoot or Franzia. Like I, I, I get it. But yeah. like you can get any clown to do that. I don't yeah. want to do that. And I, and I think and I think they're pretty good at like really letting me
0: do that. And then some things I'm like fuck it. Like let's just do it. Like I've never done that part before. Let's have some fun with it. Yeah. You know. So what I like about it is the antithesis of what I see in the business, where I see nothing but people doing bottle shots of Dolce Chablis, <laughs> Petrus, expensive yeah. bottles of wine that fuck. I don't even. I. I I don't even want to buy it, and I'm yeah. not gonna buy, it. they're so Correct. cost prohibitive. And it's just as braggadocio, like mm-hmm. fucking look what I got. Yeah. And it's just like it's so piggish yeah. to me that eventually I'm like, dude, stop fucking posting bottles of wine that you only Sp- you get to drink. Correct. Well well they didn't, well
1: most of them didn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. There, you go. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> there you go. So like yeah. when you see the post, you're like, Oh, <laughs> this is your day off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you're drinking <laughs> on your day yeah. off. Yeah. Versus that but I get it also yeah. too, like in the in the I didn't live in that era. Like, we would have been fired if we had a phone on the floor. And matter of fact, right, the, the picture quality wasn't that great. And the idea of taking pictures of bottles of wine that guests consumed right. was kind of a violation of hospitality in, in the day, back right. in the day. That, it's different now. I think it's all great. You get to kind of see that. But I totally get it. But, like, you know, if you get to drive a Ferrari – you know, you take
0: a picture of it. I kind of yeah. get it in some things, but you're right; it is somewhat self-serving Look, I, and boring. I, I could see if it' yeah, boring. I yep. could see if it was like once every couple of months or whatever. <laughs> but I'm talking to the same people posting the same shit weekly. You're like, come on, yeah, man. give me a fucking break. But you
1: know, I mean, I think that wine is for everybody, and it could be baller. Yeah, you you get to decide. Mm-hmm. You like know. what like what it is. And I always think, you know, wine is meant for the table. It's uh, you know, I always say it's a it's a condiment. It belongs next to your salt and pepper shaker. It's not the centerpiece. Right. It's not to be put on a lazy Susan and spun around and to be worshipped. Yeah, yeah. It's, Right. It's, it's so we
0: could all hang out and share an experience yeah. and have a, have a good bottle of wine. Yeah. No, that's absolutely. what the experience yeah. is. And I
1: think for a lot of people and a lot of new people, it's just kind of dispelling that myth for them to say, yeah. Oh no, dude, like you're doing it right. Yeah. You know, I went I went to Numbers don't lie. Yeah, you got to you got to do it right. Lie. Yeah, three million, you know? million man. Oh, Numbers and it, I lie. mean, it's just you know, it's just and you know, it's like you know, uh, my one of my kids' friends. They're like they're going back to Belgium, and you know, he taps his dad. And he's like, "Isn't that Django's dad right there?" Right. And it's like me and Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. On the it's like on the plane. They're, you know, it's being played right. on the plane. You know, so it's interesting. It's 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 yeah. been it's been a a fun ride. But to be honest with you, John, I'd be lying to say if, to say that. I didn't. I couldn't see myself here. Mm. Like even like when I think about like, like talk. One of the first conversations us having at dinner was like, you know, I was set in what I wanted, Mm. and you were like, those fucking guys. They like you need. They need you more than you need them. Yeah, and um, you know, and you were like, you don't need. Like you're not even supposed to be here. Your story is, you know, a thousand times more compelling than them. I could feel that Uh, back then. Yeah, and um, and. I, that resonated with me for a long time mm-hmm. um, and still does to this day. Like, absolutely. Like, but yeah, cool. you were telling me, you know, everything. It's like, oh, and I remember you're like, oh no, my wife, she wrote a book proposal. I had never heard of a book proposal. I think Phoebe, I had never even heard of it yet because Phoebe didn't do it. You were the first time I heard a book proposal was like from you and yeah. you were talking about like Marvin and all that. And it was just, you know, it was just an interesting, and exciting time. But like, you know, like I think you have to see yourself in a place and I think you know for me I was like I did and I saw myself in that place in 04 Mm -hmm. it's just that I had to prove to everybody else that I belong there right you know what I mean because it's like you know
0: it's uh you know so it's like and and by the way uh, and you're colorblind yeah yeah I mean you're, you're like you just didn't give a fuck and you just I'm I'm the best of I'm Correct. the man. Like, what's the problem? Yep. I love the you know, person <laughs> because I speak to some, yeah. and you just walk around the table, come right back, <laughs> and go, right. "Hello, what would you like to talk about?" Yeah. No. Like, that's I mean, that is a that's a strength. It's a power.
1: Well, I mean, I think yeah. you get to choose how you want to feel. You could, I could feel angry. I mm. could be upset. I could let it shut me down. Um, but that empowered me, mm. right? It's like you know, and I had to figure out a way to, to handle it in a. Humorous way, right? Right. That made everybody feel comfortable, but got the point across. Yeah. Um. But at that moment, I realized, no, I got your ass now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And then, and then we just move on. Right. Yeah. It's like, but you know, I have to say also, um, I I always thought you, you never get to a point where you, where you, don't have to. Prove yourself. And I think that's I think that's kinda cool mm-hmm. in a way that you don't get to rest on your loyals. Um, you know, I had a I had a secret meeting with Usher's mom one time. She was his manager, mm-hmm. and um she's a really lovely, lo- lovely woman. Um and um, you know, I remember her talking, we were talking and I was talking about what I was doing in the in, in you know in the beverage space and um and you know, I was looking for representation and she's like you know, now I took that as a compliment. She says, you know, you remind me a lot of my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what she tells me, goes on to tell me, is that that they didn't really want – Usher had to audition to be on The Voice. Whoa. I don't wow. think they were – they weren't sure. And I – so I'm looking at your face what? and your reaction. And that's the reaction I got. Wow. And I was like, but no, he's Usher. Like, what do you, <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? And she says, baby – <laughs> like, you know you always are going to have no matter what room you're in you're always like like you're at some level you're always going to have to to like prove yourself yeah. um oh, and, and you know and it was a grounding thing in a lot of ways and a humbling thing in a way of like okay like i gotta walk into this room as myself mm-hmm. i understand the things that i've done but i'm willing to do the work i'm willing to to start at the bottom and you know and that i apply that to everything you know, restaurants. You know, maybe the critics haven't come to my place yet, but you're ready. But I'm I'm waiting to wait my turn in line,
0: mm-hmm. right? right? Um, yeah.
1: You know, whiskey, same thing. I'm not asking the to jump the line. I'm I'm willing to start at the bottom. Hey, bon appetit. Same thing. You know, I I wasn't about the money for me. It was about more about. You know, having fun and, and and being good at this and understanding, it, you know content. what I mean. Like yeah. and and like and it's also like like when it's they're like that's a wrap cut and I was like oh shit like can we I want to run it back because like I got all these different ideas of how to be better right um, and so I, I think for me it was just that you know it was it was a powerful thing to hear her say that and and a powerful thing for me to hear and process about like no we the world knows who this man is yeah and the fact that. If he still has to go into places where he has to prove himself, or you know they can't see him in this role because he's never really yeah I, that's what I said to uh, yeah you. yeah so it's crazy I'm it's trying to say- Assonide,
0: it's crazy what piece is missing from him correct what's musicianship correct. voice like yeah. what's missing
1: yeah. and and so yeah. that story it just felt like um, yeah. I don't know it just it just changed it just changed about how I walked through life where it was just like yeah I have to I have to continue to do that and you know it's okay i don't i mean i don't i don't think people have to know who i am actually yeah. i like it better when i can walk in the room and they don't yeah uh, and that's a lot harder now yeah <laughs> yeah it's easier to be quiet and just yeah you know uh, and it's a lot yeah. harder you yeah. think like like no one says anything and so you don't, you think you're like cool and it's like it's not they're like oh no 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 like you like yeah I, my friend was like oh i go to this one place they're like oh you have lots of fans over there i go what are you talking about oh. I was like, no one's ever said, you know, and that's what you realize. It takes a special person to actually come up to you. Right. So like people come up and they're like, you're the YouTube guy. Can you get a picture? And I always downplayed it, you know, so I was like, you know, I was honest, you yeah. know, and, like, especially with somebody in the industry. I think I was at Blue Ribbon one night. Yeah. It's was, like, 2.30 in the morning, almost 3, something like that. And they have the switchover, like, where one our server's going home, and we got this new guy. And uh, I come back from the bathroom, and he's talking. And he's like, yeah, I love the videos. And he's someone in the industry. And, like, I think for me it's, like, trying to downplay everything. Like, you know what I mean? I just want to, like— just have dinner right I said you don't have time.
0: (laughs) you're so busy you don't have time to kind of sit back and take it all in
1: yeah no and so so yeah Yeah. so I'm just like hey and so I was you know and and I was being honest you know and I I think at like the the first seven episodes I didn't really like filming them for the exact same reason there was no feedback I didn't know how to uh, how to deal with that or understand that part, right right? and um and so I was honest with this person I was like yeah I don't even really like shooting them. and I'm kind of going through that and he says to me well, you know, you're kind of ruining it for me. Huh. And I was like, okay, you got to be better at this, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so now it's like, you know, now it's like they come up and it's like, oh, great, hey,
0: what's your favorite episode? You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. you want to take a picture? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Because that's kind of cool, though. That huh? you, you, you write you. This gentleman had expectations of you. He already Correct. probably I, knew you, and just like, come on, man, really? Yeah. Does no, it, like, uh, dude, dude, uh, I. I to be
1: honest, if I That's could remember wonderful. his name, like I would bow down and yeah. like like thank him. Hey, if you're listening out there, thank you. Yeah. Um no, because it like yeah. changed my perspective. And 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 it, and there's a valid reason not doing. It. I think I showed up I wouldn't say make a mistake, I showed up to like a portfolio tasting, and then like the whole night somebody's introduced me as all oh, the movie star. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the rhetoric and all that other yeah. stuff that goes with it, where it's like Nah, dude. Like you guys all know me. Like I'm just chilling. Like, nah. like show, show me Give some, some wine. Wine to see some dinner. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so you don't want all that the whole time, right? So, um, but it's been it's been interesting, and and then um, and that's it. And so and it's kind of taken a life of its own, and it's it's been it's been really fun and really interesting in a way. The people I get to meet, you know, it's like you know, you know, I'm out in Hollywood now. So who's, you know the, I mean? who's your favorite
0: celebrity you've interviewed? And who would you oh, like to interview? My
1: God, dude. Who would you like
0: to interview? Who's on that like damn I would be really super happy if I could meet and talk to
1: Wow, that, that is pretty interesting. I, I'll start with the first one. Mm-hmm. I, out of all of the ones I've shot, so I have a show called Through the Grapevine, yeah. where I basically interview uh celebrities and we kind of blind taste them on five different wines and you know they get to decide, you know, how much they would pay for it. So it's a really, really that. kind That's of a it's, yeah, it's a really yeah. fun, interesting yeah. way. It so fun. it's an interview show mm-hmm. that that, you know, wine yeah. kind of leads us through that. And um, you know, I'd have to say that Ava Langoria was like by by far um, all of them were amazing. She was just amazing in the way like we just clicked. Wow. Like, so she sat down and we just started talking and they were like, no, 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 save it, save it. And they were like, fuck it. They just started rolling. So hey. you'll hear some stuff where we're actually talking pre, but I don't know. And like, I feel like I'm learning a lot too, but like they are, you know, they're professionals. They're seasoned. Pros. Like she yeah. came in and like, you know, they were like, hey, get a micer up. And she just opened her jacket, and I was like, she "Oh, was dropped dead beautiful." Yeah, it was like her. she just opened her her jacket, and I was like, "Oh." And so she start. She saw me look over there, and she's like, "Well, Andre, if you've seen one, you've seen them all." You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Or if you've seen two, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, was, it was
1: it was it was pretty funny. Um, whole, she was great, and like, who'd I don't you know. like? Who'd you like to And have, You know, I think I I know that it would probably be like sports right you know what i mean like yeah. like it, it would have to check a few boxes in that way you know and i wouldn't say michael jordan i mean i would say something that I probably is probably be kobe right kobe would probably yeah. be the ultimate interview in a way for yeah. me um i know he enjoyed wine i think he was kind of actually maybe even working on a project but like i think we would connect on like just like do sports um work ethic yeah. Entrepreneurship. Um and I so I I like to me I felt like that would probably be like one of the like my all time favorite. I can see that. Uh and and I think like somebody who's still around, you know, it you know, I don't I wouldn't even say MJ. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. It might even be like a broadcaster.
0: I don't I don't even know.
1: Yeah. But like I would know Kobe for sure.
0: That's that's super cool. Hey, um I just want to say you know, we usually close with what are you eating, what are you drinking, what are you listening to? We listen to some great music yeah. at the beginning. And we're gonna close with that. <laughs> Any new thing you want to? Um, no, man i I've
1: been eating and drinking well <laughs> for for a little bit, you know. And it's like now I gotta. Get my, you know, get my health, health is wealth. Hell oh, yeah. So, uh, you have to be on you know, a very long uh, time. So I'm going to give my prediction like, here. Yeah.
0: So we, we, you're on the episode four years ago. Four years from now, we're both going to be <laughs> healthy, wealthier, uh-huh. yeah, and, yeah, and like certainly that. wiser. Yeah. And I'm going I'm to say in 2027, we're going to be sitting here talking about your media empire. Mm. That's my forecast for you. You're going to have a chain. <laughs> you're going to have a chain of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about your media empire.
1: That's okay. my
0: prediction. All right. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't be wrong in, in the way in the way that I'm headed. Okay, um,
1: but yeah, no, um, I don't know what it what it what it entails, yeah. um, but I do know I have a feeling that it's going to go pretty fast. It's, like, like, it's like going I don't, fast, I don't, yeah. I'd say, and that's ready. I don't have a concept of time, and I have to tell you, like you say, in four years, and like for me, it was like, oh my god, I'm like not even moving fast enough yet.
0: It's crazy. I mean, that's why I clicked off your inventory mm-hmm. at the top. Uh, yeah. four years you've accomplished incredible amount. And
1: Maison oh, Noir is still like gone strong. It's, it's best cooking. best best years ever. Yeah. Still, yeah. that's what I mean. It's Like um, what yeah. what isn't? Yeah, you know, it's, so. it's still it's still good, and that like that feels great. And you know, it definitely makes me not feel like a starving artist
0: and all the other stuff. <laughs> cool man. Well, um, thank you for being on DotJ uh, podcast. i totally appreciate it. Anytime, man. Uh, anytime, you, and I'll see you soon at the all restaurant. Right, cheers, man. All right. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check us out at dotjpodcast.com. Until then, I'll see you at the bar.